0: (laughs) I can't believe why this has happened never happens (laughs) Hello and welcome to another episode of Creative Waffle This episode is with Nick Bradshaw, a fellow British designer Uh, This episode was quite a funny one It took us quite a long time to record And there was a few bloopers, as you can probably already tell um, By the start of the video if you are on iTunes, I would definitely recommend going over to YouTube and watching this one just because you get the extra bloopers and it's a bit more funny. Um, uh, we couldn't really include it in the iTunes version because it wouldn't it just wouldn't make sense. So, yeah, head over to YouTube and give it a thumbs up. <laughs> Thanks very much and I hope you enjoyed the episode. Today's guest is Nick Bradshaw from the UK. How are you today, Nick?
1: I'm pretty good. How are you, man? I'm
0: doing well, doing well. It's not a bad day today.
1: It's surprising, isn't it?
0: <laughs> yeah, Yeah. First question for you is, what is your favourite logo and why?
1: See, I thought a little bit about this with my cheat sheet before I came on, and it has got to be the FedEx logo. It's—it's it's just something that's so simplistic, and it just—it just works. And yeah. It, yeah, there's not much more I can say about it. Really. I just—I'm um, <laughs> a big fan of Michael Bay route, and it just—yeah, just works.
0: Yeah, uh, I was discussing it yesterday with um, the last guest, and he's, he was talking about you know, feeling a bit like part of a club when you realise that there's an arrow in there. It's a bit special. It's like a special feeling. Yes. Yeah. It's a yeah. Lot, yeah, it's lovely, lovely buck. Um, <laughs> everyone says it, and it is, it is this awesome, awesome thing where, yeah, you do feel a bit special. Um, mm. And it attracts, it attracts you to like, the cleverness of logos as well, how you can be a bit clever yeah. with with the um, mm. space. Uh, so, where do you go to in research and design? Uh,
1: quite a few places, to be honest. I just try and, first of all, I try and see. Uh, what everyone else has done and how they've broken it down so I'll go to places like Drupal and Behance and uh, Pinterest mm. and then just just to make sure you know you're stepping on anyone's toes uh, and then I'll go into designing myself and I'll constantly be going back and just to make sure I'm not screwed up along the way yeah. or it's not very close to someone else's. I think that's the, the biggest worry with a lot of designers <laughs> is to have that, you know, you've you got this brilliant idea and uh, of course everything's been done before so you have this brilliant <laughs> idea and you get it on paper, get it vectorized. And then you look on Dribble, and it's like on the first page you see, and you're like, "Oh, <laughs> I've just spent three hours on this." Yeah, it's
0: a bit of a worrying. We've all had yeah, a scary, scary feeling when that happens, and you, or even someone comes back to you later on, and you've already done it, and it's already been sent off and approved, and someone says, "Oh, it looks a bit like this one," and uh, it's a bit of a sinking feeling.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I um, I did a logo ages ago for my uh, for my cousin for uh, this DJ project he was doing. It makes music. And um, I did it all, it was his name. And um, I didn't notice at the time. We, just, we were both happy with it, and we thought it looked really good, I had these like cuts in the name, a bit like uh, Nicky Mur- Romero? Yeah, Nicky Romero, like his logo. And um, it got featured on Logo Inspirations, Jonathan picked it up. Oh, nice. And uh, I was looking at the comments on there, and uh, one of the guys said, it's the Adobe logo in the A. <laughs> <laughs> the word cut it. you know, you do, you do it subconsciously. And I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> So I got my cousin immediately said just just change it to this and we flipped it and changed it and it was just one of those moments where you just like oh no no
0: oh, at least at least it was for your cousin and you could change it like quickly true
1: yeah it could have been like an you know, actual client that could have been much more like yeah can we can we revise that a little bit please
0: <laughs> so when did you first get into design? Did you do a bit of is it right? Did you do a bit of coding as well? Or uh,
1: I'm getting into it now. Yeah, yeah right. very 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 slowly it's a big mountain to climb isn't it yeah
0: i haven't attempted it but yeah it's, it's impressive like learning another language well
1: I, I wouldn't say i'm anywhere confident in any of it the most i've got to now is just putting custom css in uh, into squarespace and even then that's i feel like i'm brute forcing it there's no beautiful code that i'm writing for it it's so, just like i open up the editor and um i just try it until it, i get the desired effect
0: yeah. more than me me. so yeah when did you first get into design when did you first
1: like realize you wanted to be a designer um probably in the past couple of years to be honest i started off uh, in in school at the age of about 14 13 14 and uh, we had i'm sure every school has their own equivalent of graphic design ours was um, it was called digital art and we started off with a lot of photo manipulation and i still i still love that i can literally sit on Photoshop and tinker about with photos, you know, quite happily. And it all kind of started from there and then kind of developed into illustrator and then after effects and Premier, just the whole suite really. I just enjoyed it as I went. And, um, I think when I started doing stuff for my family, and my friends, and I realized that you could, you know, you could make a career out of this is you could solve other people's problems, visual problems. Um, that was just something I enjoyed. So I just pursued it from there.
0: Nice. Yeah. I mean, at school, did you? Was it more? Because when I did it at school, it was more like PowerPoint and and learning how to make packaging and stuff. So this is like GCSE level.
1: All oh, right, okay, that's a bit different from what, what I experienced then. Right, maybe that was more the traditional art course. Um, the guy on ours, I'll never forget him. Actually, it's one of those teachers that just like stays in your mind. Yeah, He was this guy. Uh, it was called. Uh, I probably shouldn't say his name actually, but um, <laughs> he had like a. He wasn't the typical teacher. He was that guy that liked all the same music as you. You know, his music taste hadn't changed since like 15, 16 years old. Like heavy metal and stuff like that. So it just resonated with us. And um, it was all about uh, photo manipulation. You see all like uh, map photos and combining photos. Right. And there wasn't really much packaging involved, which is quite ironic because that's what I'm going towards now.
0: Yeah. But
1: it was cool to have that start. And it, I don't know. Um, well, I think I just found it more appealing. Like what we're going to do today, we're going to cut out... I think the first, Yeah, the first lesson we did, um, we cut out. We took a picture of your choice, just had, had to have a person in it. And we cut him out or her out and then stick them in the most ridiculous background you could find on Google. And That was the first lesson. So as soon as I, I got through that, I was like, I'm hooked. This this is for me. I think I put like a guitarist in, in space or something like that. It was something. Yeah. That's but I was just hooked. That, that guy in space. That's what you said. It.
0: It's such a fun lesson for that age group as well. It's just it's basically IT, but what you would do in IT when you're not want, you're not wanting to learn IT. <laughs> just <laughs> messing around on Photoshop is great.
1: I think that was another factor because I, uh, I could, um, and then the school I was in, you you could drop IT in favour of ah. the arts. So as soon as that was available, IT was just out the window. That's great. I couldn't be doing with uh, with Excel spreadsheets that <laughs> which was it was a pain in the ass later when I got a retail job. <laughs> And I had to go and relearn it, and everyone seemed to know what they were doing. But at the time, it felt like a better decision.
0: Nice. So, obviously, photo manipulation doesn't really involve type. Type, but what is your favourite font?
1: Uh, oh, I'm not sure if this is a cliche. You'll have to tell me. It's um, I really love um, Montserrat.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: And it's it's just quite like a. There's a lot of meat to the typeface. Like if you start looking, and messing around with it as shapes, there's a lot more to play around with. You know, when you combine them, you're combining them, just moving about. And just, I really like that aspect. You can just again play around with it, which is the majority, I think, of what, <laughs> what I do <did> with it.
0: <laughs> nice, yeah. I mean, like you say, playing around with this design, isn't it? Just playing around with different mm. type and letters and shapes. Um, what's or oh, who who has been like the most influential? Designer in your career so far, like, who, who do you look up to
1: the most? See, I said Michael Bay before, and I, I do like him a lot, I like his principles. Uh, but I'd, I'd probably have to go with uh, with Draplin. <laughs> I do, I do like Draplin a lot. I think he just yeah, <laughs> it's hard to explain, isn't it? When when you get a good feeling about someone, you, it just it kind of appeals mm. to your same beliefs, and you just kind of you spend the next six hours. Hunting down every piece of content he's done, sort of thing. <laughs> I think we've all done that when you find someone in design that you like. I'm sure, I'm sure you've done it as well. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, even the other day, I was listening uh, to a few podcasts of him, and it's you can It's why he's a person that his design work's good as well, but his, his personality as well. His personality is probably the main thing for me. Like he's just coming yeah. across as an amazing guy, and you can listen to him talk forever. So, so yeah. The
1: one about the uh, the cobra dogs as well that was my favourite yeah, story.
0: It's a great story.
1: Helping its mates out, yeah.
0: <laughs> and if anyone hasn't listened, if, if anyone is listening, hasn't heard that story, should go and check it out. Check out Darren Draplin. Any of his videos pretty much mentions it, doesn't it? So that's awesome. Uh was? Well, have you read? Have you read Draplin's book, the new one?
1: Well, it's it's funny you should uh, you should <laughs> say that actually. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice.
0: Is that your? But, is that the most um, valuable book that you've read, or that's the next question?
1: It, it could quite possibly be. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Cool. It was. It wasn't so much. Well, it was for the stories. It wasn't so much for the design. I read it, enjoying all the designs. But it was some of the examples that he gave. You know, he's got a few. Let's see if I can find one here. It isn't going to make much sense for anyone watching this. But there's a few where he just details like the coal. Um, and for, I think it was Union as well, he details some of the presentations yeah. and how he sets out those early, present weekly presentations to clients. And that was a big help in just figuring out um, how to how to do that, how to approach clients in that manner. Because you can't just take on a project, like, right? okay, here's my uh, advance. I'll see you in six weeks with a logo. It doesn't work like that, does it? No, no, exactly.
0: And he's all about you know, keeping in contact with them and working with them um, and not, not, you know, not for them and not against them. Um, yeah if if, he, if he's really enjoying a project he'll continue continue it like just completely obliterate as many options as he can and just come yeah. back you know he'll say, he'll say like I know I, I know I originally said we'd do three or four but come back with <laughs> 20 yeah uh, it's a great, a great I think, mentality
1: I love the way he involves them in the process as well and it's like a week by week installment but he also he's talking on the phone every other day and it's really a process I try to emulate where they just feel so much more involved and invested in the project as opposed to just okay here's here's what I come up with you know done next next person it makes people feel like like a number almost doesn't it yeah definitely as opposed to each client you're building that relationship with
0: yeah so what is your number one design tip what can you what advice can you give to creatives uh,
1: i think the main way i would approach this would be the way i approach my instagram and just try and speak to myself maybe six months to a year ago, and what I would like to... Well, what I should have known at the time, but hindsight's a wonderful thing, and uh, I'd say just analysis of what you like and why you like it. Really delve into why it works and why it appeals to you. Um, that that way you can develop your own style from there and you can advance from there. And uh, yeah, just just analysis of anything, really. It's the, it's the key to doing anything, to getting better at anything, just finding people that have done it before you and done it well and done it the way that you like because there's a million ways to do anything and um, just figure out why
0: awesome awesome well thank you very much for being on the podcast uh where, where can people yeah. find you on the internet where can people say
1: hello uh mainly on instagram or on uh behance do you want me to say the yeah, handle, yeah, say so, handle name, but, yeah. okay it's, it's all nick bradshaw design nice uh so you can find me on my site, which is also thinkbradjourdesign.com or like I said, Instagram behance dribble. And they're the they're the main four, really. Main three. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> if everyone's listening you should definitely go and check her out. Um, thanks very much for being on the podcast. It's great. Yeah, thank you. We did it, we got there. <laughs> <laughs> So there you have it. We got there in the end. Like I said, um, it was very really good. Very good episode, and there's actually quite a lot of value in it. So if you if you haven't missed a few points, definitely go back and watch it again. Or, well, yeah, just say hello to Nick on the internet and uh, go to Nick Bradshaw Design on Instagram and and check him out. Say hello. Say I sent you. <laughs> and if you haven't uh, shared this video with a friend, that'd be amazing if you could. Um, it's awesome. We're trying to grow the trying to grow the audience, and I really appreciate everyone's support and, and you know. Thanks for listening and continuing to listen. Um, there is daily videos now on YouTube and it is getting a bit of an audience. It's slowly growing, which I'm really happy with. So thank you for all of your support and I'll see you in the next video.